Good morning, everybody. People aren't just locking in losses. Don't worry too much about the stock market, the crypto prices, or maybe you should. We'll talk today on the Decrypt Daily. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. It's Wednesday, December 28th, 2022. Okay, so in the intro, I told you the stock market is pretty much crap. We saw Coinbase hit another all-time low. It was at $32.65 at the close of yesterday. It's up a little bit this morning, still in the $32 range. Tesla has hit low lows. Um, It went down 14% yesterday. It's bounced back up a little bit. The market is absolutely just rubbish right now. But I would stop and I would pause and I would look at this and say, How many people are just locking in some losses at the end of the year so they can save on their taxes? And I think that might be what's happening. We just got a report about MicroStrategy. And MicroStrategy seemingly sold around $11.8 million of Bitcoin and then bought back two days later. So it looks like they sold around 704 Bitcoin, again, worth around $11.8 million, and then bought back 810 Bitcoin two days later. And they acquired around 2,395 Bitcoin between November 1st and December 24th. So I think that this is what's happening across the markets right now. People are already in losses. Nobody who bought last year or earlier this year is making a killing. So they said, hey, you know what? Let's just sell some, save on some taxes. We could buy back in later. We think that the price is still going to go down throughout the end of this year. And even if it goes up, it's only going to go up a little bit. So we always have the opportunity to buy back in. And a lot of people are waiting for Q4 earning reports to come out, especially in Tesla, Coinbase, to see how profitable they are, to see how the restructuring when it comes to employees and salaries are working into their bottom line and their balance sheet. So look, just because it looks pretty grim right now, and there's a lot of rumors and a lot of stories and a lot of predictions being thrown around about the recession of 23, let's just play it out, wait to see what happens, and don't stress by the prices through the end of the year. Speaking of prices... Let's take a look at those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. And the time is 10:25 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have Bitcoin sitting at $16,754, pretty much even from yesterday. Actually, it says down 0.2%, but it's pretty much even from yesterday. It's down 0.5% in 7. Ethereum is at $1,204, down a whole percent in 24. Tether's number 3, USDC is number 4, and Binance is at 244, down a half a percent. Rounding off the top 10, we have XRP, BUSD, Dogecoin, Cardano, and Matic. And let's go take a look at Solana. Solana is down to $10.15, down 7.2% in 24. It just keeps sliding. It's falling off the face of the earth. A lot of this has to do with the news that its two biggest NFT projects, the two biggest NFT projects on Solana are moving to the Ethereum and Polygon network. That would be D-Gods and Utes. The total market cap of the crypto space is down to $804.1 billion. That's down 0.7%. 
a BTC dominance climbing up to a 40.1 and an F dominance of 18.3. Moving into today's headlines. Gemini Trust and its founders, Tyler and Cameron Wickelvoss, are facing class action lawsuits over claims that the crypto exchange sold interest-bearing accounts without registering them as securities. In this class action complaint filed in the U.S. District Court for the Southern District of New York, investors accused the company and its founders of fraud and violations of the Exchange Act. Gemini Earn allowed customers to earn interest on their cryptocurrency deposits ranging between 0.45% and 8%, depending on the asset. As you guys remember, last month, Gemini abruptly suspended withdrawals after Genesis Global, the exchange's key partner, faced liquidity crisis. And just yesterday, I got an email from Binance.us, and they said, start staking KSM or Kusama and earn up to 11% APY. And so after all of this, the Celsius, the Voyager, the Gemini Earn, I can't believe that exchanges are still sending me emails promising huge returns on my staked crypto. If you got that email, please just be cautious. Speaking of class action lawsuits, FTX customers filed a class action lawsuit against the failed exchange seeking confirmation that the company's crypto holdings belong to customers. The filing said that customer class members should not have to stand in line with the other creditors looking to share in the remaining assets of FTX Group and Alameda Research, and that these assets should be earmarked solely for customers. The lawsuit seeks a declaration that traceable customer assets are not the property of FTX, including those assets held by Alameda that are still traceable to customers. The lawsuit also alleged that FTX failed to segregate and misappropriated customer accounts, despite pledging to do so, and therefore these customers should be repaid first. If the court instead determines that these customer assets are in fact FTX property, the lawsuit will then seek to ensure customers are still paid first ahead of other FTX creditors. Abraham Eisenberg, here's somebody we were talking about just yesterday. He's the Mango Markets attacker, and he was arrested in Puerto Rico and charged by the DOJ with market manipulation offenses relating to the attack on Mango Markets. The filing reads, Eisenberg engaged in a scheme involving the intentional and artificial manipulation of the price of perpetual futures contracts on a cryptocurrency exchange called Mango Markets. So, how did this happen? If you guys remember, Eisenberg executed his attack by selling Mango Perpetuals from one account he owned to a separate account under his control. He then began buying large amounts of Mango, which had the effect of increasing the value of Mango Perpetual Holdings. He then borrowed against those holdings and withdrew $110 million in assorted cryptocurrencies. The solution to getting some of that money back was that Mango Dow offered Eisenberg, the attacker, a $47 million bug bounty along with the promise of not pressing charges if they sent back $67 million worth of tokens. And so <laughs> that's where I think it gets kind of interesting, right? So the Mango Dow offered him a bug bounty, $47 million worth, which is absolutely crazy. And they promised that they wouldn't press charges if they sent back $67 million worth of tokens. However, it looks like the Department of Justice was not part of that deal and said, we're going to press charges anyway. That's the way I'm reading it. However, it just seems weird that they're going to go after this guy out of all guys. Even though there was a solution, he doxed himself. He said that I did it. He found the problem. And honestly, I think it probably made the whole space safer. What do you think about all this? Matthew Aaron at Decrypt.co. My email is in the show notes. We have more Bitcoin mining woes. Argo Blockchain has requested that the trading of its shares and unsecured notes on the NASDAQ be suspended until today. 
The company which trades on both the Nasdaq and the London Stock Exchange said it was going to make a huge announcement before the start of today's trading. What was the announcement? Well, it has entered into a definitive agreement with Galaxy Digital Holdings that will see the miner sell its Helios facility in Dickens County, Texas. How much are they selling it for? Well, it looks as though it's going to be around $65 million. As part of the terms, Galaxy will also provide Argo with a new asset-backed loan in an aggregate principle of around $35 million with an initial term of 36 months. And they're going to be using 23,619-bit main S19J Pro mining machines currently operating at the Helios facility as collateral. And just FYI, their Argo stock is down on the day. It's down 22 cents since the opening bell. And finally, Japan's Financial Service Agency, or the FSA, has announced a draft system and guidelines for the circulation of stablecoins whose value is tied to legal currencies of other countries, like the US dollar. The new framework will be applied in conjunction with the Revised Payment Service Act coming into force in 2023, allowing domestic distributors to handle foreign-issued stablecoins on the condition that they maintain sufficient collateral. So you're probably wondering what that means. It means that stablecoins like Tether and USDC may begin trading on Japanese exchanges. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Deemer. I'll be back tomorrow. And until then, happy hodling, everyone.